Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Here's Claire Chittam. Hello. <laughs> Kia ora. That sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> How's things? They're great. Thank you. Claire is our TV critic and she's always um, got plenty to talk about and often picks TV shows far ahead of any of us noticing them. So oh. it certainly looks like the case this week with Feud, Capote versus the Swans. Yeah, I know, right? Um, oh, it's great, great to know I'm ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually had watched all of, I think I looked at the people who, critics have talked about all your other shows and I've like been binging all of those as well, been absorbed in the world of Mr. and Mrs. Smith and uh, True Detective yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of those. They're I know, great, but... I love our, um, our group of critics and I don't mind occasional double ups, but at a certain point you've got to say, okay, <laughs> no on. one else can talk about Fargo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's time to stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do. I have three uh, diff- uh, three different ones for you today. Um, uh, I was going to start off with my the surprise one that I wasn't expecting to enjoy, or I didn't think it was necessarily for me, and I think that that uh, it's possibly for everyone. So huh. um, it's the one that's trending at number one on Netflix at the moment and has been for quite a few weeks called One Day. Ah. Uh, the reason I had avoided it is because just from the outside and maybe the trailer, I thought it wasn't for me. I kind of thought it skewed younger and sort of as a soft romance, I guess, from the outside. Uh, But I got completely sucked in a couple of weeks ago and binged the entire 14 Uh, episodes. Yeah, that's an unusual episode. I know, but I can see what they've done. They're half hours mostly, and they have broken it up by years, which is what the source material did. Uh So one day it's taken from a book that came out in uh, 2009, a novel uh, that was very successful, and then it was made into a movie starring Anne Hathaway, in 2011. It It was fine. It was nice, but it's kind of forgettable. I'm sure it did well at the time. I don't really know. But it's quite interesting to see that they've resurrected a show that is that old. However, it just absolutely, I think, supersedes its original materials and is really Sort of built for TV, huh? Yeah, totally. Because the premise of the but story is a couple that meet on their very last day of college. Uh, the date is July 15th, 1988. And they spend this night together. Um, they sort of start a friendship or relationship of sorts. But the series revisits that friendship on the same day, once a year, every year, huh. ongoing. So they come back on the 15th of July, 99, and so on. And it spans from 1988 until 2007. Um, so it sort of begins what feels like it's going to be a long-form romance, but evolves much more into a story of kind of just deep friendship, long-lasting relationships, knowing each other into adulthood, life, and all the trappings that come with being a complicated grown-up. Um, tonally, it just really hits the mark. It uh, The two lead actors are completely captivating in their own right. You would recognise uh, the male Leo Woodall, uh, who is the heartthrob in this. He was last seen on The White Lotus Season 2 as the young Essex lad, oh, who kind yeah. of uh, cajoles, cons the young girl into yeah, coming with them. incredible. Yeah, and he does a completely stellar job playing an opposite character here. He's the well-to-do <laughs> Londoner from Generational Wealth with no set plan for his future, 
getting by on his good looks. Uh, he is charming and affable and you completely fall in love with him. Um, and then a newcomer to me, but some people might know her from the series This Is Going To Hurt. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. It was in also a book. Uh, and Becca Maud, um, she is a beautiful actress who, again, just the two of them are really equally matched, um, very uh, captivating and easy to fall in love with as an audience. Um but it just does a very smart job of placing you into the time period of each year without being overt, mm-hmm. uh, often done with, you know, replete with the very enjoyable sort of journey of the old mobile phone from there not being one yeah. to there being a brick <laughs> yeah, to there being yeah. the Nokia 3310. Yeah. Uh, and, and sort of um, it's just pleasant. It's emotional. It made me cry as much as it made me laugh. I feel like it's a fairly good – adults can watch this with teenagers. It's a safe watch. But it's really – it takes its time. I think it does lend itself, as you said, to being a series better than a movie because mm-hmm. the complexity of a long-form relationship into adulthood is what's explored here. Um, and so without giving any of it away, I literally didn't know where it was going to go. I'm grateful that I sort of hadn't read the book. There's beautiful scenery um, – sort of takes place in the UK and Scotland and goes to the Greek islands and Italy. And um, so it's very lush and f- enjoyable to take in. Um, but it's just a really well-rounded, nostalgic, yeah. lovely, emotional show. I Great. highly recommend. And it hard, left me feeling really satisfied. Hard not to think of, what was this show? Was it called Normal People? Normal People. It's very, I actually did think about that a Yeah, bit. about a couple who gets together at school and then you kind yeah. of follow them through the next few exactly. years. Exactly, and of their relationship. Novel. And Normal People was a lot moodier. Yeah. A lot uh, kind of more nude, morose. Nudier. Um, yes, there <laughs> was a lot too. of that too. There yeah. was a lot of that, totally. This is, that's what I mean. This is, I think the worst in this is a bit of sort of, you know, drug use, but it's put down to grief and it's quite, um, it's just, what is it? The color palette is warmer. Um, it's called One Day on One Netflix. Day Great review. Netflix. Yeah. What else? And then another book turned series that all I think, I don't want to say is elevated over the book, but definitely satisfies as far as we're really mm. doing a good job of making, you know, good material out yeah. of these books now. These I days think. when there's a bit more budget and a bit. Um, uh, yeah, more care uh, into, into say, the yeah, elevation of it. A bit more um, freedom, I suppose, to yep. do, a, do a good job. Yeah, and than not making it very trite yeah. and rote. Yeah, mm. totally. I can, exactly. You've got the freedom of time and length of storytelling. Yeah. So this one is Boy Swallows Universe. It's, again, on Netflix. Uh, it was a very successful book by an Australian author called Trent Dalton, and I inhaled the book. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also in the bookstores right now is his third novel called Lola in the Mirror. It's got a stunning yeah. bright cover. And talking and I, about that because Victoria, my wife, just finished it and really, really, oh, yeah. really enjoyed it. I read it, it in yeah. summer too. Yeah. And same thing, just crying and laughing and all the things. It's a total ride. He's a very uh, artistic and poetic kind of writer, but also writes about very gritty and real and dark subject matter, but often told through the eyes of a child. So Boy Swallows Universe has definitely kind of risen to fame worldwide because of the book, but the TV show is an absolute gem, mm. a really enjoyable watch again. Um, it centers around the story of a 13-year-old boy called Eli Bell. And if there's one reason to watch the show, it is the discovery of this kid, Felix Cameron, who plays Eli Bell. Huh. Uh, he is, it reminded me of watching Keisha Castle Hughes in Whale Rider ah. or Anna Paquin in The Piano, where you're like, this kid is just so, you instantly fall in love with him. He is very authentic and honest. Uh, and he takes you, the audience, on this ride through 1980s suburban Brisbane 
in a very dry Australian <laughs> sort of, uh, you know, I guess dark suburb. But yeah. um, in the 1980s, the heroin trade was thriving. And this uh. story uh, definitely takes you into that and all the nefarious types of characters who inhabit that space. It is meant to be semi-autobiographical, but it is definitely told through the eyes of a 13-year-old boy with all of the imagination and sort of vividness that that entails. His mother's a junkie, his stepfather's a dealer, his father's a drunk, his brother is mute. Like, life prospects do not look good, Mm -hmm. but you are placed in the delightful, sort of innocent, curious eyes of this lead character. And he really carries the show, along with a lineup of very stellar guest characters. Brian Brown... It's been a while since I'd seen him, and he's cocktail. so good. <laughs> I forgot that he did cocktail. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh him and yeah, that's he's so good in that. <laughs> um, but he just he plays a very sort of fatherly ex-con, uh, Travis Fimmel. Who, yeah, he does it really well. Uh, We're Travis for Fimmel. a fatherly ex-con. Call Brian Brown. <laughs> it's basically, or a grumpy granddad. You're going to call yeah. Sam Neill, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so Travis Fimmel, people might recognise him from the lead in Vikings. That show that uh, with his piercing blue eyes plays a very convincing and lovable drunky drug, drug dealing stepdad in Jandals and a Mullet. Simon Baker is in there as a great alcoholic panic attack ridden father. Um, and there's a woman called Phoebe Tonkin who plays, uh, she rose to fame sort of through modelling and kind of rolls on that young, hot teenage network, the CW in America, but absolutely stretches her acting chops here and succeeds in playing his sort of um, junky, tragic mother. Um, it's seven episodes, really hefty, big one hours. Again, nicely placed in the tone and time, but it's got this very dreamy, um, sort of uh, nostalgic, heightened quality to it. It's not dry dark drama. It's kind of fun dark drama, but I'd put it in, in you know, it's a lot darker than our previous offering. Yeah. Sounds good. Boy Swallows Universe on Netflix. Uh, and then... Yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to squeeze in my last one. Yeah, mind. please do. I was um, going to tell you. For I was going to tell you I bought um, Trent Dalton's love stories for my wife for Valentine's Day on oh, Feb 14. Good and on have you. Have you come across that one? So I've he, heard about it. Yeah, he's just sat down with a whole bunch of different couples. Does he just stop them in their the street? love story. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. And then he writes it up in his own sort of Trent Dalton way. way. If someone wants some episodic Trent Dalton. Great. Yeah. What a great gift. Good on yeah. you, Jesse. Um, also, he's just that Lola in the Mirror has got art in the book, poetry in the book. He was a social journalist, so I think he clearly has taken his uh, his sort of backpack of um, very real life gritty stories, you know, and yeah. turned them into some into kind of into beauty. Um, okay, and one so more to finish uh, in a completely entirely different world and tone mm. altogether. This is for you if you like a little bit of historical fiction with your TV watching. For those people missing The Crown, I think this is going to fill that space. We never we never reached the end of that um, oh. latest, latest season because oh. you thought it jumped. The shark. I think you warned us against it. We I were quite did, enjoying but it, it. it. It's worth finishing yeah, just so yeah. there's a sense of completion. Yeah. And Elizabeth Debicki, who plays Princess Diana in that series, just won the SAG Award for Best, uh, I think, Actress in a Series. She is worth watching for Princess Di. The yeah. series itself 
does jump the shark a little bit at the end, but it still kind of wraps itself up, and right. it's it's worth it's worth finishing. Okay. Um, but this one is called Feud, but it's season two of Feud, um, which is the uh, anthology series, and this one's called Capote versus the Swans. Um, it's brought to us by Ryan Murphy, who is just a masterful series creator. He's done everything from Glee to American Horror Story, and signed one of the biggest yeah. ever producer deals with Netflix. Um, this is available for you on Neon. It's a series based on the real-life friendship and then the dissolution of that friendship between the author Truman Capote and this group of women who were literally the centre of high society in New York in the 1960s and 70s. Nice. We're talking Kennedy's, uh, Jackie Kennedy's oh, sister. Oh, wow. Uh, and what all of gr- the adjacent great people. great subject matter. So it's a great world, and they do an absolutely stunning job of recreating that oh. world. Uh, Naomi Watts is the sort of Perfect. lead in it. But they've done this clever job of gathering these literal swans of Hollywood royalty to fulfil these roles, namely a Diane Lane. Not, not literal swans. Not literal, sorry. <laughs> literal, what did Current I say? Current swans, yeah. <laughs> Current swans. No, allegorical swans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Diane Lane, <laughs> Callista Although that would have been an impressive move. <laughs> and they've decided to populate the cast entirely with actual swans. swans, yeah. Swans do feature. <laughs> literal swans feature. Um, it would have been. So he hung out with them. So he, he became, started kind of taking notes, and then he started writing about he it. He wrote a story yeah. about them, and that was, of course, the uh, worst possible thing you could do: was reveal all of their dirty secrets, not just publicly, but in Esquire magazine. And apparently, that uh, copy of that magazine that sort of summer, you know, sold out and oh broke numbers. So oh, I've got to watch the show. Yeah, it's really cool. So um, just quickly, the guy who plays Truman Capote. Tom Hollander. He's a British actor who's been, he's one of those actors that you kind of go, he's been in everything, mm. but he was last seen again in The White Lotus season two as the main angry gay. Yeah. You know, the wonderful angry gays who killed Jennifer Coolidge, just spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, um, he's sort of the short, fabulous one. Yeah. And in this, he it just devours the screen mm. as this version of Truman Capote. We, of course, saw Capote uh, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman in... Um, uh, back in 2005, and he won an Oscar for that. I think that Tom Hollander will be winning Emmys for this. Mm. It is sublime. Mm. Um, but Naomi Watts also eats up the screen, as do Callista Flockhart, Demi Moore, Chloe Sevigny, mm. and Diane Lane. Wow. Um, and it's just worth it to watch them, yeah. to be in the world. It makes me want to smoke cigarettes and go to lunch in New York City. Yeah. Uh, it's been written superbly by a Pulitzer Prize-nominated playwright. It's like poetry to listen to. Everybody is elegant and arrogant and saying things mm. that they don't mean, and it's all be- beneath the surface. So, yes, the allegory of swans being beautiful up on top and on the surface but having to paddle fiercely to survive down below is very present in this series. Um, there's eight all up, but they are only they're released up to number five on Neon at the moment. So I've got three to go and I'm really excited. I think that if you like Googling facts while you're watching your TV, you know, like it's one of those where you're like, did that really happen? And does he really know that person? Claire Chittam, you're a star. Thank you. Thank you. That one's called Feud, Capote versus the Swans on Neon. (laughs) It's been ages since I felt so excited to watch a show. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.